Welcome to the Noonday Meditation with Wayne Vernon. Acts chapter 3, 1 and following. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at 3 in the afternoon. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped up and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God. They recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. While the beggar held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given this complete healing to him, as you can all see. In the Jerusalem group, the power of God was manifested in unprecedented ways. Just as Jesus modeled before their eyes, empowered them so they could do, and prophesied over them that they would do, the early believers finally came into the experience and did what Jesus said they would do. Peter's first sermon resulted in 3,000 persons coming to faith. His first recorded attempt at addressing sickness in the life of someone resulted in a miraculous healing. From here on, we see a pattern that holds consistent throughout the history of the early church. First of all, the early believers were quick to make the disclaimer that the miracles they performed were not their doing, but that of the Holy Spirit. Second, for them, 
a deliverance was not an end in itself. A miraculous healing had ultimate evangelistic implications. It was a really uh, tool. It was really a tool to attract the, the people to the healer. That's what it was, a tool. Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified on the cross, or was to bring redemption to the world. It was just an avenue. The healing was just an avenue to lead people to Jesus. Therefore, the Spirit-empowered Jerusalem group explained the source of the miracle and pointed people to Jesus. And then they issued an invitation to their hearers to put their faith and trust in Jesus as Savior and Lord. I pray today that we would contemplate our attitude and approach to the miracles among us and realize that they are signs that are to point people to the Savior as the source and provide a bridge to the gospel message. May we not miss the opportunities we get to share the gospel after a move of God in our midst. In these moments, we have a window of opportunity in which persons are more open to the gospel. If we present the gospel meaningfully, the Holy Spirit will do the work of salvation. God performed many miracles through the Jerusalem group. The believers, however, understood it uh, as the power of God, not their own. They declared it in a hurry and pointed people to their Lord, inviting them to put their trust in him for their salvation. With the help of the Holy Spirit, we can do the same. And today is a good day for us to do it. Should you need further instructions in these matters, please feel free to text the number 647-696-0422. And should you desire to surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, please text the word salvation to this number as well. Someone is standing by to support you right now. If you have not yet secured your copy of my book, Six Practices of Effective Leadership, today is a good day to do so. You could get your copy on Amazon. And the link is conveniently provided for you in the description below. You could get a hard copy or a digital version if you so desire. If you're in Ontario, you could get a copy from the West Toronto Church of God at 1655 Wilson Avenue. And if you're in Jamaica, you could get a copy at the Montego Bay, Mandeville, Waltham Park and Sterling Castle New Testament Churches of God or at the bookshop at the head office of the New Testament Church of God, located in Roden Spen, Old Harbor. We would love to hear from you today how core leadership services may journey with you like we have been journeying with a number of corporate groups and churches to prepare leaders for greater and for future leadership responsibilities. We would love to partner with you. So let's hear from you today. And let's journey together as we prepare leaders for the future. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Noonday Meditation with Pastor Wayne Vernon. Please forward this study to your friends, your relatives, associates, neighbors, 
and all those persons in your social network. If you have a prayer request, please feel free to communicate with us and we will commit to supporting you in prayer. Until we meet again tomorrow, Shalom.